Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. As the Biden administration looks to transition the country away from fossil fuels, the Department of Energy wants to invest in the heat beneath our feet, literally. Last week, the Energy Department set a new target to significantly cut the costs of geothermal technology in an effort to expand the commercial adoption of the green power source. That could be huge since the department says there is currently enough enhanced geothermal potential in the United States to meet the electricity needs of the entire world. So today, we check in with Politico's Kelsey Tamburino about why DOE is pushing for more geothermal energy and how it fits into Biden's larger clean energy plans. It's Monday, September 12th. So Kelsey, the Energy Department is looking to significantly cut the costs of geothermal technology as part of its clean energy plans. So tell us about this latest plan they released last week. Yeah, so as you noted, the Energy Department is looking to bring down the cost of a specific geothermal technology, enhanced geothermal systems, which is a newer technology that could expand traditional geothermal energy use. And the target that they've set is to bring down the cost of EEGS, as it's referred to, by 90% to $45 per megawatt hour by 2035. So it would be a significant cost cut, and it's really aimed to spur commercial adoption of this technology, this renewable energy source that could be key to hitting the Biden administration's clean energy targets. And they're going to invest in research and development and really put a focus on this going forward in order to achieve that target. Right. And so how big of an opportunity does this geothermal technology represent as a clean energy resource in the U.S.? And why has this resource been largely untapped? It's pretty interesting. A substantial amount of that geothermal energy isn't really accessible with the current technology that we have. So that energy gets stuck below ground. There are conditions that are not suitable for bringing that energy to the surface. For example, this hot water that sits basically underneath the ground can't move through rocks. So this technology source would use man-made reservoirs to help create the flow for the fluid that's necessary to bring hot geothermal water to the surface and then, which is then used for electricity production. Right now, geothermal, it's been around for a while, but it's only a small portion of the energy market. And there are plants in the U.S. West, but with this, the DOE hopes to really bring breakthroughs to unlock this inaccessible part of geothermal energy and really put new clean energy and clean electricity on the grid. And so the Energy Department says that there's enough technical potential for EGS in the U.S. to meet the electricity needs of the entire world. So just capturing even a small fraction of that would deliver a lot of power, they say, up to 40 million American homes. So this really has the potential to be a a really interesting clean energy source. I think one of the things that's notable about geothermal is that it's really a baseload power source. You know, it doesn't have the same kind of things that we think about with solar, where, you know, the sun goes down, wind stops blowing. This is something that is underneath the ground. It's there. It's been around. And it has politically a lot of support. There's bipartisan support for this. So this is really an interesting potential energy source that could really do a lot for the administration's goals. 
interesting. And geothermal could be particularly helpful for rural communities when it comes to economic opportunity. I saw that the Biden administration is really playing up that piece of it. So why is that? So geothermal jobs and construction jobs in particular, which actually make up around 60% of the geothermal workforce, they can't really be outsourced. And so they really see this as a potential to bring new jobs to areas, rural areas in particular. And what's notable is that a lot of the skills that we see in the oil and gas industry are similar to what we would see in the geothermal energy industry. So there's really an opportunity there to transition the workforce from fossil fuels to a clean energy source, which is really something that the administration has talked a lot about, focuses a lot on. And this is just another element of that that they see. This could really bring about a new domestic clean energy workforce. Right. And so this is the fourth plan under the Biden administration that they're calling an earth shot to cut the costs of clean energy technologies. So beyond geothermal, what are some of their other focuses there? They've released three others, one focused on bringing down the cost of clean hydrogen, another on carbon negative solutions, so really taking carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere, and then long-term energy storage. But what's interesting about these earth shots is they kind of go back to the Obama administration when they launched the Sunshot Initiative, which was targeted towards bringing down the cost of solar energy um, and making it cost competitive at the large scale, which a lot of people credit for doing that. So this is a model that the Energy Department has used in the past and, and has been successful. And I think you're seeing the Biden administration really looking towards the next generation of technologies that are going to be needed to reach its targets. And, and they see Geothermal, obviously, is one of those. Also, a group of 72 House Democrats sent a letter on Friday to party leaders urging them to remove a contentious proposal on energy permitting from the upcoming government funding bill. The effort was led by Natural Resources Committee Chair Raul Grijalva and was addressed to Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Majority Leader Steny Hoyer. Remember, back in August, Democratic leaders struck a deal with Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia to update federal permitting rules and to approve specific projects deemed to be of strategic national importance. In exchange, Manchin agreed to vote yes on the Inflation Reduction Act. Something to note, House Democrats who signed the letter stopped short of saying they would vote against the government funding bill if it includes permitting reform. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogen fuel.